0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Well, happy summer, everyone. The summer solstice is here and gone. It is now actually summer, not just feeling like summer, getting to summer. We're here. I don't want to fast forward too much, but obviously fall is when football is at the end of summer is when training camp starts. Really kind of the second third of summer, I guess that's going to be happening in about a month, July 26th. The Bills will be opening training camp in St. John Fisher, and uh, we're ready to talk about it all when that happens. In the meantime, we still got a lot to get to. In fact, the Bills making some news this week and still some stuff lingering from last week. Sal Capaccio here on it's always game day in Buffalo. Thanks for joining me on the audio version iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey app, wherever you find it. Of course, download, subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate it. And, of course, on video on the South Sports YouTube page. If you haven't found either one, well, check it out, and maybe you'll like one or the other. But we appreciate all of the different ways that you come and find us here. And, of course, my co-host, Matt Bovee, normally here with me. But, again, he's on paternity leave, and uh, he's going to be joining us as soon as he's ready to. So we'll just say it that way. And of course, being a new dad always has – Uh, A lot of really cool things and parts to it. And we wanted him to enjoy that as much as possible. In the meantime, we had a couple of special guests on the last episode and another special guest joining me right now, welcoming in my friend from WROC-TV in Rochester. He is the sports director there. He's also one of the co-hosts of Buffalo Kickoff Live. You'll find me on there as well uh, during the season across the state on, you know, WIVB-TV and Buffalo WROC-TV in Rochester. Thad Brown, what's going on, buddy?
0: What's up, Sal? Thanks for having me in, man. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem at all. No problem. Um, It is summer already, right? I mean, we wait all year, like December. I'm like, all right, come on, just get through December. Let's get to January. I kind of like take it in pieces. And I think March is like the end of the tunnel. It's not really because it could still be cold in March and May and April and May here in Buffalo. But here we are, man. It's summer. It's awesome to feel like this in Buffalo.
0: You know, I think with with our job, because we we do so much with with the bills, and you know, we're we're with that team, following them from day one of training camp all the way until you know, whenever the playoff elimination happens or or a Super Bowl happens. Summer is weird because yeah, it like it starts this week by the the meteorological calendar, but for us, it's over in a month because by the end of July, it's work season. You know, although the weather's still summer-wise, you know, all the vacation stuff for us is gone. The golf is significantly curtailed. So it just, it just feels weird that yeah, summer's here and then it's going to be over in like five.
1: Yeah. And July 26th is when training camp begins at St. John Fisher. And I'll tell you um, sometimes when I'm at St. John Fisher in the morning, I go down for the morning show and I'm there with Howard and Jeremy, or now in this case, you know, it'll be Jeremy and Joe and it gets crisp. And it's like, you got dew on the grass and you can feel the chill in the air, and I can kind of just sense it already, even though it's not here yet. Just that little that feeling,
0: you know. Sal, for me, that that's a great feeling because to me, when I when I see the dew, you know, that always makes me think of a good summer day that's coming. Or and more likely than not, when I see the dew, I'm probably putting a tee in the ground in the first hole somewhere, and and you know, getting a golf round going underway. So every time that 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 feeling, that environment, that look comes around, especially in, in you know, in Western New York, where we don't get that a whole lot. I mean, there's
1: what, like eight to ten weeks of that every year. I love it. I revel in it. My favorite time of year. Speaking of golf, before we get to the Bills, you and I had a chance to play out at uh, the uh, Eric Woods Foundation, the Evan Wood Fund at Oshai Children's Hospital. They do a golf tournament, uh, B&L Wholesale is the one, uh, the company that puts it on. It was out at Terry Hills in Batavia, and it was today, the day we're recording this, we were able to do that. And you know what happens on social media. You know, you post something, and it becomes – about something else. So I asked everybody to critique all of our golf swings. The number one comment is about your calves. Yeah. The number one comment is, have you always had these big muscular calves?
0: Yes. Um, So it's a genetic thing. In fact, (laughs) uh, my brother did not get them. My sister did. And my sister every once in a while will say, I wish I had my brother's legs, which is hilarious to think about. And then on top of that, I I played football. So, you know, when you're in high school, you're building up all the muscles. And the calf muzzles for me built up you know quite nicely it got to the point where uh, a few years ago um one of the high school football teams in rochester because i'd go cover high school football games all the time so one of the teams we would cover is wilson and a few of the kids from, from that team would then like you so I I'd cover them on a on a Friday and then on Saturday they might go scout the team they're playing the next week they'd see me they would call me Mr. Big Cavs that would be my name whenever they saw me say hey what's up Mr. Big Cavs how you doing I love so it. yeah I mean it, it's it, it it you know there are worse physical things do you yes. have people notice about you for sure but yeah the, the calves do
1: stand out for me and, and always have all right do you still do leg day at all
0: no i mean other than it's just cardio now i'm, I'm okay. too old for that stuff i mean i probably could i shouldn't say i'm too old i would
1: do it but uh we're, we're trying to keep it to the bike and, and the running right now i totally get it man as a 50 year old man out, i totally get it i i i leg day has long passed me by. I don't do it anymore. I still lift, but it's like, eh, I'll run for my legs. I can get my workout done that way. So, Mr. Big Cavs, we might have to refer to them, him as that and even change that banner down on the bottom. Of our <laughs> producer, Lucas Buckley, I'll we'll have to change that to Mr. Big Cavs, sports director, WROC. It, it won't be background. brand new
0: if you guys want to do that. It won't be something that, that's going to be a <laughs> shock. It, it'll be uh, people, people in Rochester know exactly what you're talking about for the most part.
1: Well, we talked about Rochester. I want to get to training camp in a little while, but. Let's um let's get to that in a minute. Let's go back to what the Bills did this past week. And uh, before we talk here, uh, Sean McDermott has named and the team has named Eric Washington, the team's assistant head coach. He replaces Leslie Frazier, who we know how now will not be coaching with the team in 2023. He's taking a year off, and now we know he's actually a part of the Accelerator program. He's meeting with other teams. Who knows if he even hooks on with the team for 2023? But he won't be on the Buffalo Bills coaching staff, even though he actually – is still a member of the organization uh, in whatever capacity that he would be still under contract. Just your thoughts on Eric Washington being named the assistant head coach. Do you have any thoughts on what this means at all?
0: I I don't think it's, it's a a huge deal. I mean, I think, you know, off the bat when I see a guy promoted to assistant head coach to me, you know, it looks like someone's being given a raise as a reward for good work. Um, I think there is some football sense to it potentially, you know, with Sean McDermott taking over, play calling duties on the defensive side. You know, he will need more senior help, people who can, you know, handle some of the other day-to-day, week-to-week jobs a defensive coordinator would probably take on that he might not have time for because he's also the head coach. Now, they have Al Holcomb who could, you know, theoretically handle some of this as well, but Eric Washington has been a coordinator recently. He's been a coordinator under Sean McDermott with Sean McDermott calling the. Or – I'm sorry, he's been a defensive line coach under Sean McDermott as defensive coordinator – so the the uh, the hierarchy is kind of similar in this case. So I think it makes a lot of sense in terms of you know bumping him up probably in pay, but you know probably likely in responsibility as well for a guy that I think has done a pretty good job here. You know, I, people talk about the growth of Greg Rousseau as a, a pass rusher, and to me, you know, Eric Washington. I'm assuming you know maybe Leslie Frazier too. But the way the Bills were able to get Greg Rousseau into positions to be dangerous to threaten the quarterback to get those sacks you know to me a, a decent amount of it was schemed up very smartly to be able to use the things russo does well to get him in the backfield so I, I think eric washington deserves some credit for that and i've talked to a lot of the defensive linemen about eric washington they rave about him they love the fact that in buffalo they're able to pass rush their way. They're able to, when they want to get after the quarterback, they do it in a way that caters to their strengths. A lot of these guys, you know, Jordan Phillips has told me you go somewhere else and he wouldn't name a particular team, but you go elsewhere in the league and there are teams and defenses that will dictate a a way you're supposed to rush or, you know, a, a way you're supposed to attack the quarterback that doesn't happen in Buffalo. And as a result, these guys will just praise Eric Washington up and down. So, You know, whatever the purpose of the promotion is from the Bills' point of view, from in that locker room, it is definitely one that the players will see as very
1: merited. Yeah, I'm glad you said you think he's done a good job because the reaction I got on social media from just posting that they made this move was pretty far and away negative in the sense of people saying, what has he done Greg Rousseau hasn't uh, I'll say I'm sorry AJ Epinesa for example hasn't become what people thought he would Ed Oliver has been inconsistent boy the defensive line struggled last year look what happened in the Cincinnati game now I'll tell you, I think it's a knee-jerk, far-fetching reaction. I think Eric Washington's put his time in in this league, and he's just as deserving of this particular opportunity as many other people. I mean, you have John Butler on staff who could have been named. You have Bobby Babich, who's coached three all-pros in the last couple of years at safety and linebacker. But Eric Washington, to me, is a fine choice to do those administrative duties based on what he's done in his career and his career arc. But what do you say to people who say, wait a minute, the defensive line has underperformed, so why are you promoting the guy and giving him that extra responsibility, the guy who's in charge of that group?
0: I think s- some guys have underperformed. Epinesa probably has not been where people would want him to be. You know, uh, Boogie Basham, same thing, probably has underperformed. But on the flip side, on top of Greg Rousseau, I really like what the Bills got out of Daquan Jones as a pass rusher last year. I did not think he would be that level of a threat to the quarterback. And, you know, I, I would I would argue, and I don't know how many, how many arguments I'd win with this, but I would argue that, you know, as a pure pass rusher, Daquan Jones might be the second best guy on the team last year behind Von Miller. I mean, he might be a better pure pass rusher than Ed Oliver, and I think he's, I would be pretty convinced to say, as just a one-on-one guy, I think he's a better pass rusher than Greg Rousseau, too. Now, look, it's not a guarantee. Regardless, though, I think Russo and Daquan Jones were guys who overperformed. You know, Von Miller was still Von Miller. Eric Washington's not going to be perfect. He's not going to coach everybody up. And I don't think he's the best defensive line coach in the NFL. And I don't have a lot of experience with 80 of them, but I think by
1: and large, he's done more good than bad. And I don't have a problem with this promotion at all. The thing the promotion represented to me and signified to me had nothing to do with Eric Washington. I'm happy for the man. I think that he's put in his time in this league. Like I said, and we hear a lot of great things coming from the people he's coached and the people he's around and the other coaches. The thing that's mostly represented for me was another departure from Leslie Frazier. Now, it's not like I thought he was coming back or anything like that. But when you see it, when you see he's been named assistant head coach, that's just another reminder. They've moved away from Leslie Frazier. To me, there's no chance Leslie Frazier is coaching again in this organization after 2023. We know he's not going to be coaching this year. I know that they've kind of hinted that he won't be back, but the door's always been kind of left open there. But this is another kind of reminder to me that they've moved away from Leslie Frazier. and It seems like the further we go in the offseason with Sean McDermott talking about calling the plays and the players talking about Sean McDermott calling the plays, we're getting further and further away as a reminder of Leslie Frazier is no longer here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think once Leslie Frazier started talking on his own with other teams, that to me was was all the evidence I needed to see what the future of Leslie Frazier in Buffalo yeah. was, which is, and I look, like you said, the door isn't 100% closed and you never know. But to me, Leslie Frazier, in my mind, is a former Bills coach. This is not a guy that's coming back to be a, a coordinator or work in any capacity under Sean McDermott. You know, I don't I'm not going to sit here and speculate on what the exact reason was. But the Bills have moved on. Sean McDermott's the guy running the defense now, for better or worse. And like you said, you know, Eric Washington being promoted is a sign of that direction. But you know, to me, that that ship is already sailed in my mind.
1: All right. Well, a lot of stuff still lingering from what happened about a week ago with Stefan Diggs showing up and then not showing up to mini camp. And then he was there the next day on the field. We'll talk about that here on it's always game day in Buffalo.